This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is Mike, and you can find me at I am Mike White on Twitter. And this is a bonus episode of the Obsessive Viewer podcast brought to you by ObsessiveViewer.com. bonus episode it is we took we took a week off last week because i was busy with helping my parents move and didn't have time so and we thought the best thing to do was to give you two this week you're welcome (laughs) we love you we love you we love you guys please don't please don't be mad that we took a week off (laughs) um but no and, and it was kind of a good um, by the way, uh, this is the Obsessive Viewer, where a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be a genre, trope, movie, or show each episode. You can find back episodes at ovpodcast.com and find our entire catalog at, you know, iTunes and anywhere that you can find podcasts. But this bonus episode kind of came about at a really good time, I guess, because last week we just had a, a good number of th- big things happening. Uh, the new Star Wars trailer... Um, almost made me a fan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no, uh, the new star Wars trailer came out and my God, we'll talk about that in a bit. And then the Batman V Superman Dawn of justice trailer leaked and then was officially released. And then just today they just announced some new stuff about the star Wars rogue one spinoff movie, which is going to be part of the star Wars anthology series of movies is what they're, what they're calling the, um, the spinoff movies and one-off movies in between the episodes, I guess. So a lot of stuff's been happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of news yeah. this week. Yeah. What do you guys think of all this stuff? Where do you guys want to start? We'll start with Star Wars. That's kind of what you said first. And I think mm. that's kind of the kind of the big one. Yeah. Yeah. So that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think you should start, Matt. What, oh, okay. what do you mean by it almost would you say it almost converted you that was okay I, i'm being facetious obviously i'm i enjoy the star warses um <laughs> I've, and i've i've been on record as stating that i'm not a big i'm i'm not a fanboy of it i'm not obsessed with it i'm not you know crazy about it i love i i don't i i like them <laughs> i like them as movies but not really anything I don't, I don't have a fervor for it, but after seeing the new trailer, I was just like, uh, like I'm, I'm, ex- I'm actually actively excited for the uh, the new movie, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen down the line with with Disney and this new revival, I guess. Um, so that's what it took was a second trailer. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's talk about the trailer though, because the trailer showed just a lot of stuff and a lot of good, um, more scenes of John Boyega breathing heavily. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's his default pose now. <laughs> that's true. And I don't, uh, people know this kid. I I don't know who it is. I I am not uh, uh familiar with John Boyega. All I know him from is Attack the Block. Um, okay, and he was he was pretty good in that, um, but that was like a handful of years ago. Uh-huh. I never I never saw Attack the Block, but I saw uh, he was in the latest 
the the event season, the um uh the shortened season, the miniseries of twenty four that was recently on. Oh really? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I only watched one episode of that and saw them in one episode. So. Okay. So well, I like him. Yeah. I like the look. He looks good in a stormtrooper outfit. He looks good in a leather jacket. But uh, mm-hmm. he's kind of just breathing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> He has yet to have any lines. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, true. Goofy. Speaking of lines, um, everybody's quickly assumed that the, the early narration stuff in the trailer is Luke. Yeah. But it doesn't sound to me like Mark Hamill. Like, I get that all of the stuff said makes sense for Luke. I, I understand mm-hmm. that. But does it sound like Mark Hamill to you guys? He sounds very young. He does. Uh, compared to, like, his episode of Nerdist. Yeah, where he's like super gravelly and old, like Harrison Ford sounding, uh-huh. uh, which is ironic. But uh, yeah, compared to that, he sounds way different. If that's actually him, and you know, uh, he is a voice actor, as we know, everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, is he doing? Does he now have a Luke voice now that he's gotten old? Is he is he putting on a Luke voice? I think that's got to be the case. I don't see any other way of it not being Luke's voice because okay. just the imagery itself was pretty clear. Um, and I didn't, but I, I didn't recognize it as as his voice at first either. Like it, I didn't either. It took until he, it took until after I think it was maybe after watching the fir- watching the trailer for the first time, or maybe it was like yeah, it was after watching the trailer. I was like, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, the hand on on R two D two and his father. Yeah, that's 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 Luke. Okay. Yeah. Also, more speculation. What's with the hand? Why is the hand mechanical? Right. Well, we know, of course, why it's mechanical. But why why isn't there synthetic skin on it? Odd. Yeah. Very odd. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if they're doing like a flashback. Perhaps. And they have a Maybe. younger younger actor doing a uh, Mark Hamill impression. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, did notice one thing that I think I'm, I mentioned this to Tiny, I think, but I, uh, and this is just, again, I, th- this is more me just being a dick than anything, but uh, the dialogue where he says, my father has it, talking about the force, he says has. Yeah. And I mean, I like, I just imagine that if, if Vader slash Anakin is in the movie at all, it would be as an apparition, like, like like uh, uh Alec Guinness in the original movies. Sure. But all I thought was like how funny would it be if like if like this movie is the mo- is the most perfect thing for all fans of Star Wars and everything but he but JJ Abrams has uh Hayden Christensen in that role. Just even <laughs> if it's just for like two scenes. Like what if it's like the most perfect movie but that mother <laughs> still in the goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what would what would people do? What would people say? I would laugh and then be really pissed. I, people would get pissed off, and I'd yeah, I'd I'd make fun of them. <laughs> It'd be a travesty. Yeah. yeah, but I I mean it's it's kind of um, my thoughts on the trailer are just that I, I said this in the the pod chat to you guys, but that that establishing shot that's the opening scene of the trailer mm-hmm. where. There's a speeder cruising along what I can only assume to be Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I've heard people say that it's not Tatooine. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I can't. I'm not sure either. But um, and there's that huge star destroyer that's downed, and it looks like it's just rotting away in the and also the, the harsh desert climate. Yeah, there was yep. also an X-wing. In yeah, the yeah, there. an X-wing. Yeah. Right. So. Just yep. really good aesthetic there. It, um, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> good, good job, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it just the the feel of the trailer. Like it showed enough action and it showed enough of what I hope would be the tone of of the movie that it has me excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. That lightsaber uh that is shown that is given, mm-hmm. it is either the blue one that Luke has in the first two movies, which was given to him by Obi-Wan, which was retrieved by Obi-Wan at the end of episode three, or it is Darth Vader's Ah, red lightsaber. They're very similar and I haven't dissected it enough, which is, which I guess I'll I'll say a thing about um, trailers and, and I guess the star Wars trailers is I'm doing kind of similarly what I did with the, with the star Trek in the darkness and Mm -hmm. trying to go in as black as possible. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it'll just be a better movie experience. So, um, as much as I love Star Wars, I might not be the source for, for Star Wars speculation. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would like to be that way, but I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. It is. Obvious joke is obvious, but it would be hilarious if he was talking, if Luke was talking in the trailer to Jar Jar. Sorry. I'm just sorry. And uh, so, yeah, it was a good trailer. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, I teared up while watching it. I had chills throughout it, honestly. And I'm not even that big of a Star Wars fan. I just, I had chills just because it, I don't know. I think it was just like, I I had such a weird reaction to it because I think I was just like, this could be the movie that makes me interested, more interested in Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) I got choked up when I saw Han and Chewie at the end. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was special. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Can't wait. Gonna try to stay. I, I would like to see the trailer in theaters one time. I'm excited about oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did but, you... uh, you know, people, people at school ask me, they, they kind of know I'm into Star Wars and they asked me how many times I watched it. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, I watched it 10 to 15 times. I was like, I watched it twice. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen it three or four times. Yeah. I watched it probably three or four times. Um, and I remember just as recently as when we'll say Scream Four came out, I downloaded the trailer and watched it like twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't remember. So, see, I can't remember the last time I did that with a movie. Really. Um, yeah. The so end. are we the obsessive viewer still, or are we the the kind of like it a lot viewer? We're <laughs> we're we're the obsessive viewer who is is normal when it comes to promotional materials for movies. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, right. no no offense, listeners, but uh, did you? Oh, one more thing about the the trailer. Did you guys know about before you watched it? Did you, did you guys know about Han and Chewie at the end? No. Yes, I did. I, I saw a photo of it before I watched the trailer, and it kind of bummed me out. Okay, yeah. I, like, I saw, like, people posting, I think, like, it was probably on Reddit or something. I was reading the comments, and people were, like, everyone was quoting it and everything. I was like, oh, I, I mean, I can't watch the trailer for another half hour because I'm still at work. But, okay, cool. I know that Han and Chewie are in it. That's, uh-huh. that's neat. Um, so I that did, kind of bummed me out. I did not know. Nice. How yeah. did you, like... Was it? Did it surprise you? Did you squee? Can we uh, say I, the word squee? I didn't squee, but I like, I had I had an exasperated inhalation. I was like, oh, nice. And then I got got choked up. Nice. I was like, they're home. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Where is home? Uh, Millennium Falcon. I guess. Yeah. Oh that's wow. That's what the background looked like. Huh. Yeah. Whoa. 
Nice. I didn't. I didn't make any <laughs> yeah, of that connection it, at all. It's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you said, it with such conviction. Like, like yeah. So like, oh, it was like, oh yeah, oh that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a uh, decayed Millennium Falcon in the background. Mm. A yellowed, weathered. Other adjectives. <laughs> Millennium Falcon. Well, we we know the Millennium Falcons in the movie, obviously. Yeah, right. we do. We do. Right, and we can probably assume that he's riding it around. I just mm-hmm. thought they were like coming out of the Falcon or I don't know. That's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe it's most Eisley. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Hey, yeah. But he's not really from Tatooine. Yeah, that's true. Right. Is, has, is there any, we don't know where Han's from really. Uh, you know, I feel like I should know this, but I don't. Well, since all the, uh, all the canon now derives from the <laughs> right. three, six movies. Yeah, that's true. We don't. I don't. I'm telling. As far as I can tell, they never mentioned it in the six movies. I don't. I probably would remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah, but I will say this: that that trailer really made me anxious to uh, take off my Blu-ray set and watch, continue watching it because I I want to do a review of the whole set, but haven't had time. But Mm. that's really no time. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So yeah, do you guys want to transition to the Rogue One news that came out today? Transition. Nice. Yes. Nice and smooth. Nice. Uh, so, so nice and smooth. <laughs> they had a, uh, that, what was it? Like Disney or whatever? They had a Star Wars celebration event. Yeah. Well, they, every yeah. year they have a uh, celebration. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not Disney, but right. they, Star Wars fans have celebration. Okay. And it kind of, much like, uh, you know, Comic Con grew into something bigger than just a bunch of nerds sitting around talking about stuff, it grew into a big, uh, event. Right, right. Okay. Well, that concluded today, I think. Uh-huh. And they uh announced some plot details and uh released a teaser, a short teaser for uh Star Wars Rogue One, which is the first spin-off movie after it's I think it's coming out in December of next year. Um it's the one with uh Felicity Jones and uh is it the one that Gareth Gareth Cute story? <laughs> was, it, was it Gareth cute story I think yeah no um, I don't know I can't is remember it, is it Edwards or Evans because I get those two mixed I up I think Edwards. Edwards Edwards okay so yeah Gareth Edwards is directing it and it's there was plot details announced today and basically all they really said was that it's going to be a prequel to well <laughs> let's not use that word um <laughs> It's Gareth Edwards, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, Han was born on Corellia. Corellia. Oh. Okay. Which we do not see in the movies at all. Right. Hmm. Okay. Um, so basically, here's what um, Star Wars Rogue One is going to be. It's going to be the first movie in the new Star Wars anthology series, which is the official title for the spinoff <laughs> movies. Uh, and it's about rogue band of fighters come together to steal the Death Star plans. So it's set right before episode four. And oh, that's awesome. Which, honestly, like hearing that, like, okay, when I was watching the, when I was watching the, back in January when I got the Blu-ray set and I was watching all the movies and when I got to the prequels, I was like, this, uh, like, this was such a wasted opportunity. It could have been about, like, like, it, the prequels could have been about a rogue band of like this, this plot right here could have been 
the prequels. Right. You you want to see the beginning of the Rebel Alliance. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the things that was missing was that it was not a short it, it was not the prequels were not focused on a core band of of misfits that come together or anything like that. It was it was just a, it wasn't focused on anything. It wasn't. It yeah. was it was a disaster. So, yeah, it really was. Yeah. Man, just think it just when we when we put it that way about how it's not focused on a band of blah 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 whatever you mm-hmm. said it's not focused on anything you know like obi-wan is the main character the first one and then it's who the f- knows and then it's obi-wan <laughs> again in the first it's like i don't know it's so back and forth yeah exactly it's in it uh so well, how do you guys feel about rogue one with this news then i think it sounds fun because it sounds like what a lot of like in the 90s and stuff when when people started uh basically creating fan fiction before mm-hmm. fan fiction was really a thing and publishing books and video games and stuff like that that basically played off of the movies and th- I think there's some really good stuff there. I mean, I read the right. uh I'm into the Empire series of comic books that have they've been out for a while from from Dark Horse Comics. Uh, and some of those are fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Like the first one. Have you guys ever read the Thrawn trilogy? I read the first book so far. I haven't. Okay. I need to read the takes, others. Takes place after Jedi, but. Yeah. Yeah. I But like there's there's one where there's like a, a rogue um, a rogue officer in the the uh, the uh, the Empire um, the Empire military and he tries to assassinate um, the Emperor. And it's nice. it's like a really it's just a really great story, and so I'm excited that they're kind of that Disney's still choosing to expand on on the original six movies and mm-hmm. all these little ancillary stories that we kind of heard about but never actually played out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's just gonna be fun to see. At the same time, I'm I'm worried about Star Wars fatigue. Right. Oh, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't need one every year. I don't need a Star Wars movie every year. Yeah, me either. I sure as hell don't either. <laughs> obviously, but I, I totally, I totally understand that. Um, yeah. One quick thing about Rogue One. Um, very early to speculate, obviously, but how many Bothans yeah. do you think are going to die in this movie? <laughs> I think many. Many. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think Star Wars fatigue is going to be a real. Risk. I think it yeah. will happen. I predict it will happen. How do you guys feel about the Marvel universe now? Have you guys felt fatigue with it yet? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I haven't. Touche. No, I haven't either. <laughs> I, I want to clarify. I didn't mean like I, I, I. That was a genuine question. I wasn't trying to be like a dick or anything. Yeah, like no, that. that was. But <laughs> I know you weren't. But. It was well played, nonetheless. <laughs> Although there obviously there have been some turds in the Marvel universe. There have been, yeah, yeah. But we're still there's been a couple of turds. Mm. That's true, but we're all still really looking forward to Age of Ultron. Oh yeah, you know. And we will still look forward to episodes eight, eight and nine. Yes. You know, of course. No matter what, right. uh, Rogue One looks like, right. Yeah. Right, and that's one one thing I was talking about my my with my uh, manager at work is that it seems like they're doing all the right things. Like they're like the the two trailers for the Force Awakens has been, have been very very strong. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and like this news about Rogue One is exciting. They've they've hired some very interesting um, people behind the camera 
for these movies. So it's it's definitely something that I feel like they're they're taking the right amount of care into molding this this uh-huh awakening this franchise if if, if I should. <laughs> oh, should yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not quite as worried about I mean, I think they're I'm definitely worried a little bit about fatigue, but I think the fact that they're keeping they're doing like two series sort of, you know, like we have the the anthology series. Mhm. And we're not going to have to worry about, you know, a lot of character building or That's uh, true. saturation with certain characters and storylines. It's going to be other, you know, they're going to be introducing new characters and new stories. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I, I think, I think it'll still keep us hungry for the, the episode movies. Um, That's true. And it's yeah. not like, like Rogue One isn't going to be, like, it's, it's filling out the canon. Right. And it's, but it's not like, it's not like Felicity Jones's character, I assume, isn't going to just pop up, be a pivotal point in episode eight, and that's why they're releasing it in between seven and eight. Right. Huh. That's a good, that's a good. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, real. Makes me wish I was in high school again. All of this makes me wish I was in high school. Uh, the fun, it was, it was such a blast gearing up for the prequel trilogy, despite. Despite the obvious flaws. I mean, we've, we've talked about those so many times before, but, um, I had so, especially for episode three, um, I was a senior in high school and it like came out, obviously came out at the end of the year around this time of the year. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a cool way for a bunch of geeks to kind of celebrate the end of their, of the end of their school career to celebrate the end of high school was to celebrate it with, with the end of a Star Wars franchise that we loved so much. I mean, we were, just such losers, you know, doing <laughs> choreographing lightsaber duels and stuff outside, and which is a thing that kids do, but I don't know if eighteen-year-olds do it so much, <laughs> right? Um, and we just had so much fun, and I and I, I'm in the I'm in a weird, tra- we kind of all are in the transitional phase of our lives where we're adults, but um, like you know, my wife and I'll have kids eventually, but mm-hmm. it's the in-between phase where I have to like. I'm too old to enjoy things as a kid and too young to enjoy things with a kid anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and so it's just, I, I wonder how I'm going to deal with leading into, uh, episode seven. I do wish it was coming out in May. Yeah. Yeah. December's kind of, kind of weird. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus we just have to wait eight more months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Oh well. More more trailers, more summer stuff. What else? Yeah. Uh, quick question. I don't know if you. I, this wasn't planned or anything, but we were talking about Marvel really briefly. Um, did you guys see the new Ant Man trailer? I did. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. What do you guys think of it? It looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's it's doing making the clever choice of not taking itself too seriously. Right. Yes. Uh, I love the end. The the stinger, if you will. With the train, and then how the how um is it the hornet? I don't know what that is. Not uh, the hornet. Is it, it's not the wasp either. No, I don't know. Anyway, Corey Stahl's this character. Is how, <laughs> yeah, that's how little I care about Ant Man. <laughs> um, I'm I'm really kind of showing some of my. Usually, I'm on point with this stuff. I apologize. Uh, it was a long day of writing essays and watching Power Rangers. Ask me anything <laughs> about Power Rangers, and I'll, <laughs> I'll be able to tell you. Anyway. Uh, I love the end when they show, it's like an epic fight scene and then the, the tr- they're on like a train and the train runs into the villain and then of course cut to, it's just like a, a train toy set and it falls yeah. over. That's really funny. I kind of wonder if that, 
I, I mean, there's no way of knowing this, obviously, but I kind of wonder if that's a leftover from uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright's work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that kind of seems like kind of an Edgar Wrightian kind of a thing. cut like that. Yeah. Cut two thing. Yeah. And I love I. I'm excited for Paul Rudd because, and maybe this is because I've been rewatching Friends, and I'm finally to the point where he pops up. Um, mm-hmm. The seventh friend. The seventh friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the part in the in the trailer where <laughs> where he's like, "I'm Ant Man," and then he's like, "I know that. I know I. That wasn't my idea or something <laughs> like that." Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. that's the that's a good balance. Right. I think we'll like the movie, but ultimately, I predict it will be expendable. Yeah. Like, we're not going to praise it the way we praised Guardians of the Galaxy. True. Right. True. I think it'll be between... <coughs> I don't know. I, For me, to my, to manage my expectations for it, because I'm pretty excited about it just from just the talent involved and, and just the concept of it, I guess. But I'm looking at it more like... I'm kind of wondering how much more or less I'm going to enjoy this than the Thor movies. Because those movies oh, I'm not geez. that crazy about. Yeah. Yeah, they're terrible yeah yep i hope they're better than the thor it's better than the thor movies holy cow i think (laughs) i think they i I think it will be um but that's the that's the yardstick with which i'm going to judge it from i'm not going to be like oh this is going to be guardians of the galaxy or Uh the winter soldier i'm like yeah if it's if it beats out thor for my liking yeah sure (laughs) Um, or the first avenger captain america the first avenger yeah it doesn't have uh, a high a high pole to clear to use Matt's analogies. No, right. <laughs> so yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um moving on, this can be probably our last bit of news for this episode. Um the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice trailer came out. It was actually leaked because it was supposed to come out tomorrow. We're recording this on Sunday the nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yep. And uh, it was supposed to be released tomorrow, but it got leaked, and then Warner Brothers released it. Um, yeah. What? What came out recently that they, did it? They, <laughs> it got leaked, and then later on that afternoon, they released a teaser for the teaser. Yeah. And then decided by the end of the day to just release the the teaser itself. Right. Did you guys know that? Did yeah. you notice that? Yep. <laughs> yep. Ugh. That's kind of the 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 way things are now. Yeah. Hopefully. Can that- I just? Like, I, I'm starting to get a little excited for it, and I know people are super thrilled, but can we not forget, please, Man of Steel? Right. And that, that the same people involved with that are making this movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, let's, why have we just collectively forgotten as, as, a, <laughs> as a collective fandom? Why have we forgotten Man of Steel and Zack Snyder suck? Well, are we... I mean, are the three of us kind of in the uh, the minority there? I mean, did did people like Man of Steel like a lot more than we did? I don't think so. No, I really. Know I, people... I, I'm pretty sure the the consensus is similar to our. We hated it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we thrashed that movie. Yeah. But I don't think people liked it. I okay. I think there is a there is a group of outliers that enjoy the movie, but. I don't think there. It might be split, even maybe even fifty-fifty, even oh, really? from people who liked it to people who didn't like it, and then we're the ones that just really didn't like it. And there yeah. are some people well, critically, who really liked it. Uh, professional critically, it was relatively ho hum. Yeah, uh, definitely. But Zack Snyder is thrashed always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you remember Sucker Punch? 
The guy yeah. who made Sucker Punch is making <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Why do people forget that? I don't know. I, I'm I just no shocked. Idea. I'm shocked by the excitement about this movie. I, you know, and, I was, and, how, and how it's such a clear answer to, to Marvel's dominance. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of, I was a big Zack Snyder defender for a while. Um, but he's just fallen. He's, he's not that great anymore. He's, uh-huh. he's not quite, not quite on M. Night Shyamalan's level, but he's really, he's headed that way. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't try to defend him that much anymore because, mm-hmm. I thought Man of Steel sucked and Sucker Punch wasn't very good, but I really like Watchmen. I like 300 for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of I have a, a love hate relationship with Zacky. I like the dialogue in the trailer. I thought that that was fairly strong. I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I like the voice thing that's happening with Batman. At the yeah. End. Yeah, that was cool. It, uh, I that. and I like the, I like the hints of the, the tone of it. I have, I've not read, um, any of the source material that covers this kind of stuff mm-hmm. or that this is drawing from, but I really like the concept of, of, you know, Superman being like a deity and, and the outcry over it and stuff, stuff like that. I, I'm kind of, I could see myself kind of really getting into that. Um, but I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not really that interested in DC's marveling uh, <laughs> cinematic universe. Right. Um, I you know I kind of wonder the the line that's that has already taken off regarding that that uh, trailer is at the end when you know Batman says, "Do you bleed?" and then he goes, "You will." Mm-hmm. Like that's undeniably an awesome line, but mm-hmm. it does does it seem kind of out of character for Batman? Like it, it seems oddly like violently threatening, because Batman's so righteous all the time. You know what I mean? It just seems like he's yeah, I don't yeah. Know, maybe... But it, it's 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 reminiscent of uh, of Return of the Dark Knight. Okay, so it is it does it does fit into the character that's developed in the comics. Then it, it does, yeah. Okay, it, okay. It, not the comics now, not comics overall, but um, in terms of the the source that that you know the the suit, the metal suit that he's wearing, it's from okay. Frank Miller's uh, Return of the Dark Knight. Gotcha. And so that he you know in that he fights Superman and they throw down and there's all of that. So that um, that kind of echoes that his sentiment there. He's kind of gotcha. just old. And I've been watching too much. Him. I've been watching too much Batman animated series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he's like, you "Stop or you'll go down." Or, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, it's a kids show. And it's also a nice. Um, well, it, it's it's built up in the trailer from I think it's Alfred's voiceover uh, talking about how first it's a hunger for power or something like that, and you see you see. Batfleck staring at the suit, yeah. And while he's saying like you're you're hungering for power and it's whatever, yeah. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm kind of there's. By the way, uh-huh. just quickly, um, Man of Steel overall fifty five on uh, Metacritic. Oh, see, huh. uh, kind of split fifty fifty, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's a failing well, grade. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, it's also it's it's an average. It's not like it's like in the 30s or anything like that. Yeah, well, and you, but, have, you have to keep in mind what movies are judged on whether or not they turn into franchises is the dollars and right. right. Man of Steel made a crap ton of money, so made yeah. a bunch of money. Yeah, but the one of the things that didn't really trouble me that much with the trailer because I'm not that invested in this in this universe or anything, but 
just the tone, the the kind of bleak darkness of it kind of was just like it wasn't as overkill as you know the rest of cinema is. <laughs> but it was also like I mean it's like there's darkness all over the place in this and I'm like I'm just getting kind of fatigued on you know dark and gritty mm-hmm. and it's kind of I don't know yeah uh, it almost looked a little dystopian even yeah and the result you know the the opening dialogue of or the dispersed dialogue where they're zooming in on the statue yeah. and it turns out to say false god and there's all these people saying all these things about him right it kind of had a watchman feel to it for me a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah a little derivative did you guys catch uh jesse eisenberg's voice in there I didn't. No, me neither. Yep. Huh. I can't remember what he said. I think it was something like, of course people are going to hate him or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, what about, <laughs> you know what I saw really quick? This is kind of out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. um, I saw a trailer for The Visit, which is M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> Return to Horror. How oh. is, I have not seen the trailer for it. I saw the, I think the, the, the the teaser poster for it. You know, if I had seen it 10 years, 10 years, Jesus, Jesus. 15 years ago, <laughs> I might be excited for it. Huh. And so the entire, you know, afterwards we're like, are we going to let him fool us thrice? <laughs> fool us six times? If you had seen it without the knowledge that it's a nice Shyamalan, would you be a little more excited for it? Or Yes. Yes, I would. Okay, just- would you have been able to pick a, pick it up that it was M. Night Shyamalan? Um, maybe. I, I wouldn't have guessed because M. Night Shyamalan has been so irrelevant lately that nobody's saying, oh, that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. You know, um, or well, when's the next M. Night Shyamalan coming out? But looking back, yeah, now, I, I, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's forever tainted. <laughs> I mean, there's not really much yeah. Yeah, and he has that show. I think it's a Netflix show, maybe. Oh, Wayward right. Pines. Wayward Pines. Yeah. Coming out. But that, he's just producing that, right? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. We'll do a full on, a full M. Night Shyamalan retrospective in September, I'm sure. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm Jesus. I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. Please. <laughs> Pass. Please. <laughs> please know that I'm joking. Um, yeah. Any other, any other stuff you guys want to cover in the bonus episode? I don't think so. Yeah. No. Um, me and Tiny saw It Follows. We can throw that in there real quick. Yeah. Sir, go. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the things I didn't like about it, and I, I totally, and we've talked about It Follows all over the place on this podcast, but just really quickly, I didn't have a problem with the anachronistic time period or, or, or anything like that. I just had a problem with the characterization. I thought that the movie did a great job setting up its it's it's world and it's rules but the characters were just a little flat for me especially like that one girl with the glasses that didn't really do much of anything um right and i thought the the relationship between the main girl um and and the kind of dorky guy who has a crush on her i thought that that could have been a little bit a little bit stronger and uh and also the climax the climax of the movie kind of seemed like they were setting it up for, it seemed just so weird. Like they were trying to do something 
Like I was, I was following along with it. Like their Let's logic. Hold, can do you mind if I interject quickly? Sure. Let's put a big flat spoiler alert right here. Okay. okay spoiler yeah. alert. Well, okay. wait. Hang on. First, let, let's get Tiny's thoughts, and then we can go into spoilers. Sure. Okay. I okay. I really liked it. I, I liked it a lot, actually. I these are the kind of horror. I, I hesitate to call this a horror movie because it's not scary. Yeah. Like, what did you call it? Say it again, because I liked that. I called it a paranormal thriller. Because it has paranormal aspects to it, and it was a really thrilling movie. I was on the edge of my seat for, like, from the get go. Just the way that the camera work was done, uh, the music is top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I it just is. Thought, bought, bought the soundtrack. Did nice. you? Nice. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I think all those factors, you know, added up. It was just such a thrilling, fun ride of a movie. Uh, but it, there are some, you know, when you sit back and think about it, there's some flaws. There's some things they could have done differently, and. Right. Maybe a little little bit of script polishing, maybe. Yeah. Um but still pretty pretty solid. I like right. that. And All right. uh and hang Do you on. mind? Uh I thought I had one more point really quickly. Okay, go ahead. Um Yeah, the camera work I really liked. Like something there was something about the, the way that the even even the shots of them driving around, just I it was really good atmosphere building. Maybe that was because I assume it was filmed in Detroit, but I uh, maybe it was just the where it was filmed that it did that for me, but I kind of I was just kind of going along with that. But um, all right, so this will be the end of the episode, right? We're done. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're listening, thanks for listening. And if you want us to hear a spoil, it follows. Keep listening. If not, go ahead and turn off the episode and then come back after you've seen it or whatever. And uh, thank you for listening. And spoilers on. Okay. Okay. So so he was dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Toward the end, like I guess we'll call it the beginning of the third act. She, her, the one guy she sleeps with is killed. Right. The the right. dark haired brooding uh uh Johnny Depp Craig. fellow. Right. right. Yeah. He dies, and then she goes, and apparently. Gives it up to these dudes on the boat. Right. Did she, though? Oh, it's heavily I, see, implied See, that's did. the thing. That- and when you mention the climax, it's set up. There, there's an ambiguity set up that I don't understand. Is she is she feigning that this ghost is still coming for her? It, it, and then, like, the way she plays, it's there, there it is, there it is, is, like, she's pretending to to keep up some sort of ruse that I don't understand. And then all of a sudden it is, and I'm like, wait, didn't she sleep with those guys? I, I was just... That bothered me a lot. Well, it was... It was said earlier because the first guy, the guy who gave it to her, mm-hmm. uh, he was saying that it wasn't done with him either. And so... I mean, it doesn't automatically pass on once you have once you right. sleep with somebody. It so. does pass it does. on. It just stops follow. It stops following you. That's one of the things that I that I I don't know how I felt about this. Just I mean, it was the whole concept is just a very just on the nose STD thing. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And I was just like, okay, cool, roll with it. But the whole the whole concept of the movie is that that it follows one person and there's only one of it. And the only way to pass it on to another person is to sleep with them. And then if it kills that person, it goes back to the person that gave it to them. So I feel like there would have to be some kind of – there must be like a deleted scene or something where she either has sex with the guys and then – or one of them. And then he dies. And then he dies or she like – 
has this epiphany that's like, no, I don't want to get anyone else killed, and right. and decide right. to confront it, which would have been a great like dramatic moment. Yes, but those were missing from the movie. Absolutely, and it and, really dampened the climax yeah. for me. So, real quick, let let's talk about the climax. What the hell was their plan? Because they had all the electronics. Were they going to electrocute it? Yeah, they were electrocuted. Yeah. yeah. So why? Didn't they? Uh, well, because it came in and it started throwing all the components into the pool when she was still in there. Right, but I mean, she could have got like when she got out, it was still down there. I, I well, I don't know. It just kind of seemed kind of weird that I don't know. And I guess I can be okay with that whole concept because I like I was going along with it, like, oh yeah, okay, they're going to electrocute it. And then I was like, okay, she's not really getting out of the pool. But then he wasn't getting it wasn't, it wasn't getting, getting in. in the pool. I yeah. don't I don't know. And I was just like, <laughs> these kids are kind of kind of dumb for <laughs> having all of this stuff that he could throw at her. But uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't also, know. just a minor horror movie trope that bothers me: um, the when they're on the beach and it um, <laughs> is coming after her and it pulls her hair up first. Uh-huh. Yeah. When it had at every opportunity. Whatever, slit her throat, strangle her, whatever. But they, they pull the hair so we can see that it's there. It's a nice fun scare, but there's a little bear. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I, I threw the bear in at the end. The other, the rest of it was an accident. <laughs> um, and, and that, oh, well, I was going to say something about, oh yeah, there was a whole, the, like he, in the, in the beginning, the guy made a big point of never let it touch you and all that. And then it, right. it touches her when she's in the pool, but I don't yep. get what that is supposed to signify. Does that mean that it's permanently on her regardless of, I don't, I don't know. Cause the end shot yeah. is them walking and that following them. Right. I mean, the movie was fine. I, I've seen this week so much worse. I just don't understand. I don't understand the fervor over this movie. It's no the Babadook. It's no Babadook. It's no you're next. It's no I don't know what else. It's no Cabin in the Woods. Right. Yeah. But it feels it's like really it's, good, but it's not yeah. capital G great. Yeah, it's it's tr- it tried to be and it did an admirable job, but it wasn't really there for me. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, Tiny. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it won't be in my collection. If it goes on Netflix, I might watch it again down the road. But Yeah. I mean, oh, see, I'll, I'll definitely buy it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to see it again. I don't know what that says about me or about the movie, but yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah, it's understandable. I'm just watching my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know what that's like. Yeah. But it was a good movie. Uh, it just wasn't wasn't like I feel like I'm I'm like dogging it a bit, but I mean it's a perfectly respectful movie. It, it, but it just I don't know. I I applaud its ingenuity or its its freshness, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't really work for me that much. Yeah, that main girl was super hot though. Very attractive. Yeah, she's right. Very attractive. She looked like a a um mashup of Kira Knightley and Emmy Rossum and then throw in blonde hair. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, that's okay. Kind of, that's kind of what she looked like to me. She yeah. looked like someone to me, but I couldn't, I, I can't remember. Hmm. But, um, yeah, not not too shabby casting <laughs> people. Um, All right. Yeah. Does that wrap that up? Uh, yeah, it. that about does it. Oh, she kind of reminded me of Hillary Duff. Oh. Eh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Weird poll. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh oh wow she's in the guest I'm gonna need to see that now. <laughs> um no I've seen I've been meaning to watch the guest it's from the people that did your next. Oh okay. Um. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Well that does it for our bonus episode. We'll be back uh, in a couple days with a brand spanking new episode, a full length one. Volt Movies three. Uh yeah. So we're gonna throw it to the pre recorded outros and or it's really just one pre recorded outro. Yeah. And didn't they already hear it? No. And isn't I don't know. it going to be like tag stuff? Ooh, maybe I can do that. Yeah, I wasn't planning on doing that. As always, loyal listeners, thank you for listening to the Obsessive Viewer podcast. And thank you, of course, to Loud Like for providing our awesome opening theme music. Their first EP, uh, their first of a few actually coming out in the next few months. Check them out. Uh, anyway, it's called Mistakes We Must Make and features our theme song and a clips of events. Um, make sure that you rate and review us on iTunes after you listen to this episode. It helps us out a lot, uh, and it gives us the ability to say, hey, people like us. Also, please like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer, and you can follow each of us on Twitter. You can find Matt at obsessive viewer, tiny is obsessive tiny, and me, Mike, I'm at I am Mike White on Twitter. You can also check out the blog at obsessiveviewer.com where all three of us, but mostly Matt, review movies and TV shows and uh, talk about all kinds of things. It's kind of the the written form of this podcast. Um, You can also check out Obsessive Book Nerd, which has book reviews and commentary on the evolving world of reading. And also check out Tiny's The Secular Perspective, which is a podcast exploring the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts. Um, if you have any thoughts on the podcast in general or this particular podcast you just listened to or even suggestions for future podcasts, please, please email us individually at Matt, Tiny, or Mike at ObsessiveViewer.com or you can just email the podcast directly as a whole kind of directed to all three of us at podcast at ObsessiveViewer.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. We love you. Be excellent to each other. <laughs>